Intellivision is bringing families back together again with an innovative gaming console called Amico. 40 years ago, video games burst onto the scene as families connected gaming consoles to their television sets and enjoyed playing simple games together. It didn't take long for video games to grow into a multi-billion dollar industry as the digital play from companies such as Atari, Coleco, and Intellivision became an integral part of childhood culture. But by the mid-90s, the video game industry took a turn. Easy-to-play games became sophisticated, controllers became complicated, and consoles became expensive. Sadly, family play was replaced by solo play, and rooms full of laughter were replaced by insulating headsets but all of that is about to change with the arrival of Amico. If you listened to all 58 seconds of that and asked yourself, what is the Intellivision Amico? Don't worry, you're not alone. Since 2018, when it was announced, the Intellivision Amico has been my favorite nonsense story in the entire world. And I can't wait to share it with you guys while talking about it with two good friends. Let's take a listen. Yeah. yeah. Chris, you ready to start the podcast? Here we go. I won't stop till I live like a pharaoh and know my brother Luke Chris with a belly of pharaoh, you know we Hello and welcome to Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Talifero. I am the aforementioned Chris Talifero, and I'm going to peel the curtain back a little bit. We're recording these episodes back to back. I don't know when I'm going to release them, but the last episode you heard was recorded and finished like, you know, maybe like five minutes, you know, just, you know, in between this one. So uh, joining me again, and I'm going to introduce them the exact same way, your rapper's favorite rapper, Spooks McGee, and your John Livingston's favorite John Livingston, John Livingston. <laughs> Fellas, how are you? What's cracking, man? Are you guys impressed that I remembered that shit off the top of the head? Like, I, to do the callback, I think, is impressive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really full of myself. It's a shame. I, it's a shame. <laughs> no, but this is why I appreciate when John cuts me down a peg in comments and stuff when we're talking, because, like, I need that shit, because... My, my chest puffs out a little too much. It's like somebody got slapped me in the chest and just be like, hey. <laughs> All right. So listen. So I'm just going to get into this. You guys know how much I love nonsense, right? I mean, the podcast says it all. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk to you guys. And and now, Spooks, you are, you are a non-gamer, correct? Like you... Explain it how you explain it off air. All right, so a long time ago, right, 
Mm-hmm. I started to see that gaming was becoming something that was a cultural phenomenon. And here's the thing. I'm all for cultural phenomena, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm also trying to be a rapper. And I didn't want to distance myself from what one would consider cool, quote unquote. Okay. Even though I'm not necessarily cool, I need to understand cool and be cool adjacent. Well, if I had gotten myself involved too heavily into video games, I would be obsessed. And I would be a, a ostracized, socially awkward weirdo. And okay, so 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 that. are you? Wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on. This is this is this is perfect. So are you saying that? Are are you saying? No, no, no. I'm no, I'm not, and I'm not taking it that way. But but I want to say, I want to I want to ask you: Is that? Do you think that? And there's, please don't think there's a wrong answer here. Just answer honestly, because I think you're on the right track here. Do you think that there is a perception that gamers can be solitary? not really like social is that kind of what you're is that is that somewhat what you're saying or am i off when i was a child online gaming was almost non-existent and even if it was existed it was so slow that it wasn't going to be real-time communication mm -hmm. so yes the art form or the media form has evolved to a very communal conversational type of thing but at the same time it's still a different type of conversation Okay. Okay. Perfect. That's the type of conversation that normal people have. Perfect. Perfect. You know? No. No. No problem. Uh, John, I just want to so give you. I just wanted to be. No, I got. I no, I, I got. I got you. I got you. But listen, I just want to give John the floor. So and John. I'm still fucking weird. Yeah. Wait. Hey. Listen. It's okay. I'm still weird. It's 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 okay. Listen, John. I just want to give you a couple minutes just to describe your experience as a gamer. I'm kind of the uh, opposite. I am that loner gamer that doesn't do online stuff either. I've got a lot of online games, but I only play usually by myself or with uh, whoever's like physically with me. Mm -hmm. Because when I grew up, there wasn't an online. If you wanted to play something, you had to have that dude right next to you and pass the stick when you lost that game. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, so, uh, okay, so. Kids, mm -hmm. Yeah, they're online gaming all the damn time. Right, right. Would you would you say that either one of you, you're both parents, do you do a lot of gaming with your kids? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, before we started recording, um, I was getting my exercise on doing Just Dance. Uh, with my uh, girls. Yeah. I mean, well, well, John. You know what's funny? I knew, I knew what, I knew what, John. I knew what your answer was gonna be because you've literally played video games with my child. So. Yeah. When I was younger, me and my kids used to play rabbits, and it was really great to you know do the thing with the dancing. But they were a little too young to really get the game. And okay. Now I'm going through like a custody battle situation where I gotta kind of like work out my visitation and stuff like that. So I haven't really been able to see them as much. And my son just now started getting into Fortnite, and he's seven. Personally, if it was up to me, I wouldn't have him playing Fortnite, but it's, you know, I can't. Nothing I can do about it. I have no say at this point in this custody situation. So, yeah, mm. my son is playing Fortnite at seven years old. Maybe it's too. And it's not age appropriate. Maybe it is. Up. Oh. I'm sure that we'll be gaming together for sure. Okay. I'm definitely gonna play the vintage games with him. That's one of the things that I do like. The games that don't require the online communal thing. Mm -hmm. the vintage games. Okay. 
okay, wait a second. Wait, let me let me ask you a question. Did you did you did you did you did you do any research into this topic ahead of time, or are you saying like the absolute perfect things to like tee me up to explain this whole thing, you guys? I'm accidentally saying the perfect things to tee you up. <laughs> because okay so okay one one thing i want to i'm and i'm everything i'm stopping you and asking you but i'm asking for a reason um okay. so you uh you you say your son is seven he play he's yes. already playing Fortnite. you're not sure if you're not sure if that's a game that you would want him to play but hey what can you do so would it be fair to say that if someone was offering a more family-friendly option that you could play with your son would you be interested in that is that he's already in, in freaking uh, Fortnite world. So I, mean, right. I might be able to get him to play with me for a couple hours, but he's going to want V-Bucks. Okay. Okay. All right. In exchange. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. No, no, no. I think I think we've set this up very well. Um, Beautiful. So let me tell you guys the tale of the Intellivision Amico. So first of all, real quick, um, what do you guys know about Intellivision as a brand? Nothing. It sounds like intelligent television, which is pretty much all television, which is like smart TVs and shit. Like, it's not nothing. Yeah. In, maybe in like 96, Intellivision might have been cool. <laughs> but every fucking vision of television is intelligent. Try, well, you said 90, uh, wait, you said 96. Try 1979. Seven, yeah, yeah, try 1979 when it was invented. So, all right. Okay. No. No. Wait. No. No. That's that's no. No. John. That's that's a different company. That's uh. That's Coleco, who was a leather company of all things. Like they sold leather jackets, and they were like, you know what? Let's sell video games too. Fuck it. And they they started a game system. Um, <laughs> that's the true story. Um, so no. So in television, uh, was started. It it wasn't its own company to start. It was a division of Mattel. So, you know, Mattel, Barbie, Hot Wheels, right? Okay. Um, so in 1979, they start Mattel Electronics, and Mattel Electronics uh, releases a game console called the Intellivision. The Intellivision was intended to compete with the very popular Atari 2600 that had been released in 1977. So... Just to kind of paint a picture for you know you know anybody that's younger than me, I'm 39, so e even this stuff that I'm talking about is before my time. So I know a lot of my listeners know, have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, if I could compare this to anything, um, Atari was Nintendo, and in television was Sega trying to come out with their own system to compete with them. That was. That was the closest way I could describe the vibe, even though it was never really that close of a rivalry. Uh, the market share that's, uh, that Nintendo and Sega had in the 90s when a lot of people think about console wars was a lot closer than what uh, Intellivision and Atari had back in the late 70s. It was about 80-20. So 80% Atari, 20% Intellivision. Intellivision was very much known as the rich kids system, meaning that the Atari ported a lot of arcade games, but because of the technological limitations at the time, they were often imperfect ports. They didn't look as good. So uh, Mattel comes along with a more powerful system 
that looks better. And all of their advertisement was centered around the the you know the difference between the way Atari looked and played and the way Intellivision looked and played. Right? So there's a video game crash in 1983. And 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 video game nerds who are listening to this, they're gonna they know all this shit. This isn't for you guys. I'm skipping over a lot, and I understand I'm skipping over a lot, video game nerds. I promise you, this is for the general audience, so please bear with me. So there's a video game crash in 1983. Atari doesn't really make it out of it. They try, but they don't. Intellivision goes under. Mattel, you know, sells them off. ColecoVision is gone. And they, I mean, it would have been, it would have been nice, but they were all crash dummies. So. <laughs> So one, so one of the developers that worked for Intellivision, he actually bought the intellectual property. Um, and uh, for years, up until like the early 90s, he was selling Intellivisions through direct mail order. So he wasn't in stores or anything like that, but he was just keeping it alive. I mean, he wasn't doing any kind of real business, but he, wanted the, he, belie- he believed in Intellivision and he wanted to keep it alive. So that's what he did. Um, after the late, I mean, after the early nineties, you didn't really hear anything from Intellivision. Um, but you heard some things in the early two thousands and, you know, mid two thousands because they released some compilations, um, you know, on, on various platforms, your Nintendos, your Playstations. One notable one was called Intellivision Live. So it's just all, it's just the same way Atari or any of these game companies will release a collection of their games. Intellivision released collections of their games. They did all right. They didn't really, you know. Again. <laughs> they didn't, you know. They did all right, you know. You know they, the, but when you compare them to an Atari collection, um, a Namco collection, for example, a, a Namco collection. Just in case anybody isn't, you know, super a super gamer, that's Pac-Man. So with a Namco collection, you get Pac-Man, Mrs. Pac-Man. You get a lot of stuff you've heard of. The Intellivision games aren't that well aren't as well known. Um, I'll just put it that way. Um, but we didn't hear we didn't hear much from them, you know, after they released their little compilations. Uh they they released one of those little plug and play systems that you can that you can find in Walmart or something. Cool. Are you guys still there? You guys still there? Hey, you guys you, you guys still there? Did I lose you? Hey, did I did I lose you? Oh, oh man. So so I I was I was the one that was gone. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know what happened. I think I think uh, I think I got you know what I got another notification. That's exactly what happened. I turned I turned off notifications on my phone for this reason, and I got another another notification that ruined it. So, so uh, I'm telling you, these people have been trying to spam me since this chingy thing. So what was what was the last thing you heard? Uh, crash test dummies. That's really the last thing you heard? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Well. Uh. We, 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 we'll hear it on the uh, on the actual episode. Okay. All right. No, because I was gonna say because I was just talking. And, and when and when I okay so all right so 
I'm, I'm, I'll, 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 this is the perfect reason to kind of make a long story short. Um, in television, uh, wasn't really a thing after 1983. They released some compilations in the 2000s uh, on Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox, etc. They sold moderately well, but nothing to set the world on fire. So did you guys, do you guys heard when I was talking about the guy that worked for Intellivision that bought it, right? Yeah. Okay. So he died, you know, as people do, unfortunately, very sad. And a gentleman by the name of Tommy Tallarico purchased Intellivision. That, that name alone just sounds like scammer. It just, that name you know, my, is my, so... my name is Tommy Tallarico, man. I got this stuff for you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and also, man, the Tommy Tallarico, it has so many syllables in it. It's so perfect for writing rap. Tommy Tallarico is Frico. It's Frico. Free you know what I'm saying? So, like, it's so many bars to go in that bitch. Like, I love a long-ass name like that, nigga. So, 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 um, so, so Tommy Tallarico is a video game. Rico. He's, he's, oh, God. So, to, Tommy Tallarico is a, uh, a video game composer. Uh, oh, he's a musician. He, he is. Uh, he primarily worked in the 90s. Uh, so he worked on things like Earthworm Jim. Um, Yep, he 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 did the music for that. He did uh he did Terminator on Sega CD. Um uh what else? What, what else? I'm trying to I'm trying to give him his best. Oh, okay, so he did the music for uh Spider-Man for uh PlayStation 1. Ooh, I love that game. Okay. That was my first time jumping in buildings and shit. I love that shit. Okay. okay. So, he's done some really good stuff. I became familiar. Do you know any of his like go-to uh Oh no, absolutely not. I don't I don't remember the fucking music from Earthworm Jim. I just don't. I got I mean like You know what I mean? Like but if you play Sonic, you know that shit is iconic, bro. Like you know that tune. Listen, like, listen, you, listen. You get a couple notes of that tune and it's stuck in your head. There are there are music composers that I'm actually familiar with because yeah. uh I mean, listen, when when you talk about look at look at the Mario theme Brothers. who doesn't who doesn't I was I was just you beat me to it. Who doesn't know the theme of Super Mario Brothers? So if you're if, if you're a video game composer, if you if you're a, if you're a video game composer, don't don't come to me until you're, you know, on Mario level. Alright, hey hey, chill out. We got okay, so we got to stay on schedule. Y'all get distracted. All right, so this dude. Okay, so let me tell you guys how I became familiar with Tommy Tallarico. So Tommy. Uh, Yes. 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 Every single, almost every single time. I'm not gonna call him Tommy. He's not my friend. So you gotta say the whole thing. It's like a tribe called Quest. All right. So, so the way I'm familiar with Tommy Tallarico is he uh, he's been running this thing for years called Video Games Live, where if you have a local symphony orchestra, like for example, I'm in New Jersey, so we have the New Jersey Symphony Orchestra. He will come to your town and the orchestra will play video game music. But it's not like That's amazing. It's That's no amazing. it's it, Oh, I've gone. It's it's really it's really cool. But here's why it's cool. They're not playing Tommy Tallarico. They're not playing they're not like here's Earthworm Jim and everyone's like, "Oh shit, here comes my jam from Earthworm Jim." 
they're playing music from other games. Like they play music from Final Fantasy and Mario. Like they play everything. So, so it's it's genius. It's cool, but like the orchestra could do that shit by themselves. Right. They don't need to put his name on there. It's just an ego thing. Right. Like exactly. So when you go to the show, it starts out, and Tommy just is like, "I have the Guinness World Record for the most uh, games worked on," and you know, I you know I met Sh- Shigeru Miyamoto this one time, and he's the one that made Mario Brothers, and. I did watch a couple of videos. He does some egocentric on some uh, Donald Trump type shit, but he actually got talent. So. Yeah, I mean, well, well, I mean, well, well. Here's the thing. It's funny you say that because at the video games live thing, um, at the time, uh, my my ex wife worked for uh, the New Jersey Symphony Orchestra. Uh, there I go doxing somebody about an old job, but whatever. Um, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. She hasn't worked there for years. Um, but she worked for this uh, the orchestra. She got me the tickets. She, the, you know. Wait, wait, was, was my wife a white woman? Oh my gosh, no, she's Wesley Snipes black. I love black women. Oh, good. I was about to say, nigga, because I'm about to put the Lamar Johnson face on you. No, so, <laughs> listen, you're getting derailed. Jesus. All right, hey, hey, guys. All right, so listen. Got to Gotta stay on topic here. All right. I'm sorry. Jesus. That's such a deep cut. People aren't even going to... Wait, wait. I, I got listeners in South Africa that have no idea what you mean when you say that, by the way. All right. So, wait. So, no, wait. No, because, no, because, hold on. You you said he was like Donald Trump with talent. This is the thing about... Uh, This is why I was mentioning that my wife got me the tickets. We had great seats. We were right up front row. I used to be in a band, okay? Um, Tommy was not playing guitar. He was, he was playing lead guitar, but he was pantomiming lead guitar. Like he wasn't playing. He could say what he wow. wants. Like I like I watched him like and and listen, that's okay because you know, sometimes Beyonce lip syncs. Okay. No. But don't pretend like you're playing keyboard like Yeah, right. See, that's what I'm that's what I'm saying. Like it's kind of bullshit when you're like on back like I don't know, it doesn't matter. But my point is like, if you have dance moves, you gotta do like a background ball. So you can catch your breath. I catch understand it. that. Right, right. Not that, no pretending like you're playing keyboard. Right, right, right. N- nobody's nobody's winded well, playing you. keyboard. Yeah. So so the so the thing so is your finger might get callous. So so wait, so so wait, so here's the thing. So and this is before I know anything about like this is years before the Amica. Like, I mean, you know, this is 15 years before any of this shit is popping off that I'm talking about today. So you think he's overall just Together, like well, I mean, well, all, all, well, listen, I, I'll let you draw your own conclusion from this. This is a guy who has a, a, a tour where he goes around playing video game music that he didn't write or have anything to do with that is primarily played by local orchestras. So he'll go to the New Jersey Orchestra, the San Francisco Orchestra, you know, and he'll primarily have them play the music. He probably provides them with the with the sheet music or whatever the fuck it is. And then he stands in front of them talks about himself for like 15 minutes and then pretends to play guitar. I'm not going to say if that sounds like a scam artist or not. I'm going to let people draw their own conclusions. Wow. So that's what it is. Okay, so now he got this game console. So it's just another one of his harebrained schemes to to get rich. So, okay, so he goes to this retro gaming thing. And again, all the nerds are going to be mad at me for not name dropping it. Listen, 
I'm not doing that shit, guys. I'm just not. This this is this episode isn't for you. This is for regular people because Tommy Talarico, I'm gonna say the whole thing every single time. Um, Tommy Talarico was trying, he wasn't trying to sell this to gamers in a lot of ways. He was trying to sell this to regular people. And that's what it, it's I have a suggestion. When you say Tommy Talarico, can you start saying Tommy Talarico the Freako? Oh man, let, let's you're, you li, you live to exist to add time to episodes when I'm trying to stay on a schedule. You son of a bitch! No, I'm, no, I'm okay. I'm not gonna call you at your name. I'm not gonna. All right. So so Tommy Tallarico buys in television, and he goes to this gaming conference. It's like you know, kind of gaming thing where nerds get together and look at old video games and shit. And he does a little presentation and he's like, all right, so, you know, how many of you guys like in television? Now, again, you got to know his audience. This is a group of nerds. So they all know what the fuck. Yeah, the hell yeah, we like in television. Um, how many of you are a little frustrated with, you know, um, not being able to play games with your kids and, you know, blase, blase. Yeah, you know, another re good reaction. Problem with that is, when you talk about people who remember the Intellivision and people who have kids, right? The Intellivision came out in 1979. So, at, wait, hold on, hold on. Are you are you guys? Did, did, don't forget, don't forget. How many of you like Intellivision? Yay! How many of you like? <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's what we're gonna get. Right, 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 right. But but you have to rem what 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 I was. No, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm still here. Hold on. Hold on. Technical difficulties. Technical difficulties. You got am I back? Am I back? Hold on. I'm I'm here. I'm here. Are you guys here? Hold on. Are you guys here? Okay, I think I've lost these guys. Hold on. Chris, you there? Hello? <laughs> Hello? Hello? No, Christopher. Can you hear me now? Okay, so listen, so listen, as you guys can hear, these guys are still talking, and I can't hear them for, so, for some reason. So what I'm going to do is, we're going to take a break, and we're going to get back with this Tommy Tallarico and Television Amico conversation. We will be back right after this. You know what you're missing from your life? A podcast shared from four perspectives. Join K Marvel, Professor Stretch, Quiet Storm, and Striker Dragoon as they speak about life, the mind, wrestling, and pop culture. Listen to the four corners of commentary on all podcast listening platforms. They broadcast live every Thursday at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. Also follow the four corners of commentary on Twitter at C.O. Commentary. Commentary. 
object of the game isn't go around raping people. They're racists. They're literally gaming racists. That is, I sound like a social justice warrior. Uh, you couldn't be farther from the truth. Ladies and gentlemen, now we had some technical difficulties that, that I think we have resolved, luckily, but we were going to go right back into where we were going. Oh, where, 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 where do we leave off? You, now you can say it. That, that was my tee up for you. Well, man, you was like, man, how many of y'all like a television? And they were like, yeah. And he was like, how many of y'all uh, don't like that you can't play with your kids? And it was like the smattering of facts. Like, oh, <laughs> Well, he, well, here's here's the thing, here's the thing about an audience. Excuse me, I had to take a sip of water. I talk so much with you guys. I lo I, lo I love y'all so much. You have no idea. Drinking water, man. Whatever. You know what? Water is so good for my system. I'll be I'll be gay. Happy Pride. Um, no. So here's the thing. So 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 he's so he's asking this group of of retro gaming guys that are into these old yeah. systems. Um, you know this is going to be an older group anyway. He's asking them how they would feel about playing games with their kids again. Right? Now, if you remember the original Intellivision, it came out in 1979. So if you were five when that shit came out, you're 48 years old. Right. You just are. That's that's how the, the passage of time is gone. Right. You guys still there? OK, so I just I'm just making sure that we didn't run the same problem. So so a lot of the people who are 48, 50, their kids, their kids are in college or older. So if they're not playing games with their kids, it's not because their kids are, you know, playing xbox and don't want to have time for them 
it's because they're 23 and they're probably fucking their girlfriend or something, right? Like, so this unclear messaging has gone on for the entire time uh, of the Amico's existence, where he would discuss issues surrounding the console with this older retro gaming market, which there's nothing wrong with. I, I would say I'm a part of that. Listen, I'm going to be 40 next year, so I'm not a spring chicken, right? You know, I'm not judging these people, but even my son's going to be 15. He doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, we, I mean, and but besides the point of the fact that we play video games together all the time, <laughs> but, you know, um, if you're looking for family-friendly things for kids that, for example, you might not be comfortable with playing Fortnite with, I don't know if the audience to uh, advertise that to is 55-year-old white men. Oh, whose kids are already about to be 18, 19, 20. Right. Like, I, it, there was just a disconnect. So another thing that uh, Tommy promised or, or said that time, he was like, well, you know, what if we could keep, like, what if, what if, oh, Tommy Tallarico. I didn't, I didn't say the whole, I didn't say the whole name. Hey, 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 you, hey, do I have to get a spritz bottle? Do I have to, hey, don't you dare, don't you do this. Oh, we need to change it up every time. Tommy Tallarico, the geek pro. The geek, right? Wait, wait. So, wait, wait. Wait. Fun, fun, fun fact about Tommy Tallarico. He is he is the cousin of Aerosmith frontman Steven Tyler. Steven Tyler's last name is Tallarico. He's Steven Tallarico. Don't don't you don't you put me don't hey no don't you put that evil on me Richie Bobby no don't you do it no no all right so listen so one of the other promises that Tommy Tallarico made or one of the claims he made is he said well you know what if we could uh, in introduce uh, a new retro game console so he he already has them hooked there that you could play with your kids again so you know if they have nostalgia for playing with kids even though those kids are 25 he's got them hooked there that was you know really affordable you know maybe even like under uh you know 180 dollars so he's got some people's attention but here's the problem he's got the attention of 20 percent of the video game market 40 years ago so like what is that is that's not 20% of like people today. That's like 8,000 people. <laughs> so pretty much done too. Yeah, like so you made a bad investment. I, I, I mean listen. Premise. So so there were so all right. So these so these are the promises that he makes at the outset, okay? Um next thing. Let's talk about the games for a second. Um, all right. So when you talk about a retro gaming console, the majority of people who have a nostalgia for in television, they don't have it for just one game the same way one of us might be like, oh, man, I remember, you know, I played uh, Super Mario Brothers or I played Halo or I played, you know, this or that with my friend. And we did. It's more like a celebration of the collection in terms of what I've heard. You know, and and I want to be clear, like all this shit happened years before I was born. So even though I'm a grown ass man, like this shit is still too old for me 
So it's like, I don't even know who would be interested in this shit. But let me just give you some of the franchises from in television. And let me see if you have any mental recognition of these, these things the same way someone would have for Halo, Uncharted, or anything. So these are some of the retro games that they're looking to bring back. Shark Shark. Have you guys ever heard of Shark Shark? Uh, uh, listen, the you game know, might as. I know it's Shark Week and, and Baby Shark. <laughs> right. <laughs> Street Sharks? I mean, and the other ones that sit at the table and try to, like, get, like, you know, deals. You, you ever. And the sharks that, like, you know. You ever. You ever. Just from poor people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. That was actually good. Um, you, <laughs> you ever. You ever play one of those games where you start as, like, a little guy and you have to eat other characters to get bigger and you can't eat. Oh, a, yeah. That's yeah, what shark like a worm or a snake or like a worm. Exact right. That's what yeah. sh- that's what shark shark is. It's that with fish. Okay. Okay. Um so have, you eat fish, you get bigger. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Moon Patrol? No. <laughs> no. Okay, great. Nope. So Moon Patrol I is got no jokes for that shit either. Yeah, like exactly exactly see, is it wait, wait. That's the wait, I'm so glad you said that. That's the fucking problem. There's not even anything interesting to say about some of this shit, right? Like, you can't even fucking joke. It's like, okay, we had some shark shit. I, like, I knew I was going to get a baby shark reference. I, I was waiting for it. You know what I'm saying? We, you know, there was some good banter there. There's a game called Moon Patrol. And you're always like, what the fuck are you even talking about? Uh, what yeah, do you- I mean, maybe it was faked. <laughs> so you're just... This guy, this guy squeezes blood from a stone. He gets, he, he gets material from nothing. I, I, I respect <laughs> So wait, so Moon Patrol, I, I'll, I'll describe it to you. Uh, you're a moon buggy, you're driving, you got your moon buggy has two guns. It has a gun in the front and it has a gun that shoots straight up. So there's stuff. How pray tell do you do that with no gravity? But go ahead. I mean, listen, listen, man, it's it's moon, it's moon Patrol. It's, you know, you're just supposed to roll with it. That's, so you shoot. Not, not behind it, not the left right, straight up. Oh, no, yeah, no, wait, wait. And when, when I say I'm being dead serious, like a gun, and wait, and it's not like you could shoot um up when you want and forward when you want you just shoot so there's so you just shooting up and forward right so there's like spaceships in the air that you're trying to shoot you have a jump button so you could jump over rocks and you're shooting guys in front of you that is moon patrol that's the whole game okay i'm I'm gonna keep going for a little bit with this because these games like i oh my god i haven't even gotten to the controller yet but oh my okay wait hold on okay have you guys have you guys ever heard of Night Stalker? Yeah. Uh, like, Stalker. The big problem, uh, you know, women can't walk around in the city without mace. <laughs> right, I mean, Jesus. There, there are a couple of serial killers by that name in California <laughs> in the 70s. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, I, no, no. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Wait, guys. I don't mean... I don't mean the obvious cultural references to things called Night Stalker that you might have seen. I'm talking about the obscure in television entertainment game Night Stalker. Have you ever heard of that? No, sir. Okay, great. So, <laughs> so Night Stalker. Oh wait! Oh wait! Wait! Oh wait! Hold on! Oh my God! Wait! Oh no! You're you're already getting ahead of yourself. Just hold on. Wait a second. So, let me just explain Night Stalker because again, this is for non-gamers. So Night Stalker. 
is it's a maze game like Pac-Man, but instead of a, a, a little creature, you're a human man. You're, you're a human man, and there's monsters all around the maze. And instead of having to get pellets, um, like, you know, to, to, you know, you know how you get the big pellets in Pac-Man and you can fucking eat them, you know? Uh, there's a gun. In, like, in the maze somewhere, there's a fucking gun. And you got to go find the gun, and you got to shoot these people. <laughs> Remember how I was talking about how this is family-friendly? <laughs> so that's, that's Night Stalker. It's a game where there are people stalking you at night, and there's a, there's a gun in the maze somewhere. You have to find the gun so you can kill these people before they kill you. That is the game. So first you, you're sharking, you're killing uh, other damn fish, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The next one, you're on the moon and you're shooting guns. Mm-hmm. Other one, you're just a random ass nigga with a gun shooting guns. <laughs> so all this shit about video games making you hurt people, like this shit is like uh, sounding pretty violent to me. The, these right? are these are these are the these are the most these are the most highlight these are some of the most highlighted games of the Intellivision Miko, and I can't think of one that doesn't have guns or violence or murder. Not one. Wow. Now, now it's not. Now it's not graphic violence. It was a different time. Yeah, but it, it for him it is. But 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 listen, when when I was a kid, I played I played a game called Contra and its sequel Super C. And you're a soldier shoot. You're, yeah, you're a soldier shooting people. Now there wasn't explicit blood loss and stuff. There wasn't you know people bleeding out on the battlefield. But I understood that I was killing the guy. Like it was like those guys are trying to kill me. I'm gonna kill them. This is a violent situation. Exactly, and that's the thing. Like, it might not have made us um, violent people, but it did set the groundwork for people who wanted to make games more graphic and more violent to create these things that are pretty traumatic. I mean, if you ever play Call of Duty, it's like, bro, like I'm really in war right now. As a side note, about a week ago, I introduced my four-year-old cousin to Mortal Kombat 11, mm-hmm. and he's loving it. <laughs> Hey, I, I mean, listen, but that, but see, that, that's the. Well, 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 that, well, see, yeah, I mean, it's all about blood and gore. Well, 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 it, I, I wouldn't even say it's about blood and gore. It's just, it's just that the arrow of time moves forward, right? Right. Um, you have games right now, like now, now I, okay, so we talked about Tommy wanting to bring family friendly games to, to the market. So, <laughs> So kids can play games together again with their families, right? Right, but they never played games with their families. They sit in the room by themselves downstairs while the mother was upstairs drinking and getting drunk with her husband. That that's 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 his narrative. In in all of the advertisement, that's they they show kids on their headsets, parents in another room, like what's he doing, right? Like all this shit. <laughs> yeah. Like like they don't have any options now. Hold on, we haven't talked about the biggest elephant in the room. Now we talked about their three violent games. Let me ask you about some games. From another system, another company you might have heard of. You ever heard of Nintendo? Oh yes. Okay, so Nintendo. Wow, like I I could have swore. Tell me if I'm wrong. That for the last like forty years almost, there's been this company in Nintendo that's been making consistently friend family friendly con- content that you know you can depend on. Uh. W- would you Would you say in, in Okay. Super Mario Kart. Would you say Super Mario Kart is as violent as any of the games I just described for Amico? Oh, no, 
not in, not not to the point where they're. I mean, you're not shooting guns, but you're like crashing cars at all. You're crashing. Um, yeah, you're crashing car. But I, you wouldn't say. No. But with Nintendo, you have to remember that, like, when Nintendo first came out, it was the only one that came out with a fucking gun. You know. Right, but that was uh, but that was that's another thing. Even with even the gun game was a game that was like a sport. Like, right, like doing duck hunting. Right, like sure. you could people can have exact. No, I'm glad you said that because you can have a, a moral uh, objection to hunting all you want, but that's a legitimate thing that people do, right? And then even the second mode in Duck Hunt, because I'm old enough to remember this, was clay pigeon. So you're not you're you're target shooting at that point, right? And then they had they had a few other games. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm the name of one is escaping me at this moment. But uh, there was one. I think. Oh, Ho, was it Hogan's Alley? It's like you're shooting cardboard yeah. cutouts at like a cop, like, a like a police, like a police shooting range, right? So you know, and so, there's a thing about those games where the bad guys just keep coming out of the thing. It's almost inhumane. It's almost like they're just like carbon copies or or clones of people. It's not actually. It doesn't give the vibe of actual people. Because they just keep coming and coming and coming out of the out of nowhere, you know what I mean? Right. So, um, so I want to talk about the quality of the games, right? Um, I, I wish I could. I, you know what? I, you know, I, I, I don't want to take too much time, but if you guys have the chance to look up uh, Evil Knievel mobile game gameplay, um. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh, I, I I can't spell that shit without looking at it. it, it anyway, first of all, do you guys even know who Evil Knievel is? Yeah, okay. No, I thought maybe you didn't because he again he's be he's before my time. So Kanye did a parody of it. Okay. I had I had an Evil Knievel motorcycle that I loved like death. Okay. I think I think my um. Yeah, uh, I I know how that goes. <laughs> you pull it back, and it would go on its own, and every once in a while, it would just do a flip and keep going. <laughs> yeah. So here's a video of him jumping. Uh, 1967 Caesar Palace. Oh yeah. Oh well. One one thing. One thing that was very prominent in the uh, marketing for the Intellivision Amico is because they have an Evil Knievel game, uh, releasing for the system. They were. They showed a compilation of all of Evil Knievel's craziest crashes, where he almost dies. Yeah, we're looking at it right now on the messenger. Yeah, so like, I don't know how family friendly that is. Gore, carnage, family friendly. Yeah, but 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 wait. But the best thing is, uh, so I want to talk about game quality now. The the. So the, ch the the chip inside the system, they've been very secretive about this, but uh, there was a report, I believe it was from IGN. Uh, was it IGN or Kotaku? I can't remember. Doesn't matter. I'm getting in the weeds for nerds again. But uh, there was a report that the, the chip inside the, the system, and by the way, okay, so this was announced in 2018, right? It's 2022, and this still hasn't come out. Um. It's got a chip in it from a, a, a mid-level 2016 smartphone. So it's like a Qualcomm chip. Um, when you see... Okay, so when you see some of the games, this Evil Knievel game that I'm talking about, even though Tommy 
claims that every game for the Miko is going to be an exclusive. The Evil Knievel game that he's claiming is going to come out is a 2016 mobile game. Like, that I had on my phone. Like, I had Evil Knievel on my phone. And unlike Mario Kart, which is like a premium kind of experience, right? When If you pay $60 for Mario Kart, yeah, that's a little expensive, but you're gonna, you know what you're going to get. Tommy is, at this point, asking you to pay, like I said, it's going to be like one, $189. $189 to then pay $10 to, pay, to buy a game and play a game with your kids that you could have played on your phone for like either free or like a dollar and a half. So when I saw the when I saw the actual video gameplay that they that, that they had, I was thinking that it was like okay, you know those um those ads you get on Facebook, like for um like that shark shark thing where you just keep going and you either decrease or increase or whatever. But um, it, the the games they look like. Facebook ad games, yeah. ones that everyone hates because they mess up your your, your doom scrolling and what have you. Right, right. And and what's what's crazy about it is when when I describe them as like mobile type games, that's what you just hit. You hit the nail on the head in terms of what they really are because you can play actual good games on your phone now. You can play you can play Fortnite on your phone. You can play Rocket League on your phone. The Hitchhog on my phone, but they keep asking you to buy coins. Well, yeah, I mean, they're they're gonna they're gonna want their money, but you can but but you can play good games. But we're not even talking about games that look like the high end mobile games of today, for example. You're talking about games that look like exactly what you just described. There's an ad on Facebook, and they're like, "Hey, play this game," and you don't click it. So, what if I told you guys? So basically, you told us all this stuff to say that it failed. Well, I mean, listen, listen, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. As of as of right now, they are still telling customers that this system is coming. They don't think they're not gonna make it. They can't get the funding to get it made. Well, well, what? There's so there's oh my sweet summer child. There's so. <laughs> can I wait? Can I talk to you guys about the controller for a second? Okay. All right. So, the the if if anyone Google's. Intellivision or Intellivision controller, without a doubt, the the most unfavored thing about the Intellivision was its controller. The controller consisted of instead of a directional pad like we're all kind of used to the the four directions where you you know up down left right, uh, it had a sixty four direction disc, right? What? Yeah. Okay. Right. So. So, so I, I did. I did Google that. Do you remember the um uh uh like remote controlled cars? How they had that little like wheel for like that actual like Okay, yes, wait. The, uh... That's what it that's what it okay, that's what it looks like. That's what it looks like, but I want to be clear on something. It doesn't spin in any way. The same way you have a directional pad and it's up, down, left, right, you with that one you have up, up another like an up like seven degrees up nine degrees up 10 degrees it's just 64 directions in a circle and you're pressing each one could you imagine playing super mario brothers with that bullshit Man, that's Hold on, so like really concentric hard. circles like you, you want to go up you want to jump do a double jump you do the second 
up instead of the first up? I don't even know how you would play a game like Mario Brothers with that controller. Is it 64 sensors? Like, yeah, like going up, down, left, right, like, like right. 360? Yes. But like, yes. A different direction is a. Yes. 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 Okay, hold on. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Wait, that's that's the that's the control pad. The buttons. They had okay. So they had right now, Listen, they had they had so okay, so the entire thing is is shaped like a like a rectangle brownie, right? On left side, it's got this circle. Um on the tops and the bottoms, it's got buttons, right? So there's like I guess like proto shoulder buttons, but None of the games and television was playing was using that shit, and they weren't in a comfortable position. On the other side of the directional pad, the same way that, like, on a Nintendo controller, you'd have the directional pad up, down, left, right. On the side, you'd have the buttons A and B. They got the 64 directional disc on one side, and on the other side, there is a numerical keypad, like a phone, like one through nine. So... All right, so this so this controller is completely ridiculous. Even people who enjoy the Intellivision games hated it. And you can actually, because they have the same pin connectors, you can uh, unplug an Intellivision controller and actually plug in uh, a, uh, a Sega Genesis controller or an Atari controller, and that's what a lot of people do. So Tommy Tallarico, this, this guy who loved the Intellivision when he was five, he decides, no, this system has to have the same controller I had. So he brings back the positional disc, which is insanity, but whatever. But instead of the keypad, he has a touch screen. So it doesn't even have, the controller doesn't even have physical face buttons. So let me give you an example of what I'm trying to put in your mind. There's a platform game that's supposed to be coming out for the system. It's called Finnegan Fox. It's the closest thing that I could compare to a Super Mario Brothers, right? You're you're trying to jump on these platforms with 64 directions to move in and you're pl and you're pressing a touch screen like your phone instead of a button. Does that sound either A good or B like a retro gaming experience? Retro in the in, in the sense that games in the seventies were kind of crappy. <laughs> 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 but other than that, yeah, no. I almost that, spit that, water that, all over my microphone. Last, bro, that that tennis game, what is that shit with the two with the ball and two lines? Oh, you talking about? Wait, are you talking? Are you talking about pong? Because because wait, 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 pong. Because guess what, pong is a game that has been announced and gameplay has been shown for the Intellivision Amico. I'm not fucking making that up. Now, now, now. It's simple and it's so perfect. It's just like... So, so, wait a second. So, now, wait, wait a second. Let me ask you a question. And mm -hmm. we're going to take a break in a minute. We're going we're gonna to take, take a break in a minute, but I want to ask you a question before the break, right? Now you're saying that Pong might be fun. Do you, would you would you buy would you buy a hundred and eighty nine dollar video game system and then pay ten dollars on top of that? I have to buy Pong in the game. Oh no! Oh fuck out of here! 
Okay, so 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 with with that with that being said, and I've got more to dive into in this next part, and I'm so glad that you guys have stuck with me. But with your with your given answer, I'm gonna ask you a follow up question. What if that system that was gonna play Shark Shark, Moon Patrol, Night Stalker, and Pong was delayed? And then was going to cost two hundred and fifty dollars instead of the one eighty nine. Man, this is dumb. And, and, I, and I'm willing to bet that it wasn't even delayed due to COVID. Oh well, I mean that's that's what they said, but that's but that's the that, wait the, wait my my favorite part. I'll say one I'll say one thing because I don't want to dwell on these too much. But during co during COVID. Multiple systems came out. Um, I actually have one in my possession that I'm going to do an unboxing video for. It's called the Evercade Versus. Um, but multiple systems, retro systems, new systems, old systems, uh, PlayStation got, even though you still it's hard to get a PS5, they still got models produced, right? So you could say, hey, COVID blocked this, COVID blocked that, but other people did it. Other people did it, you know? And... How much development time is going into Moon Patrol, Shark Shark, Night Stalker, and Pong? As opposed to, I don't know, like Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, you know, when Nintendo puts that out. So, all right. Listen, I, I'm gonna I gotta take a breath. We're gonna take a break. And then I think okay. we I think we can finish this up in the next segment. I don't I don't want to bore you guys too much with this, but I just had to get this shit off my soul because the Intellivision Amico just as an idea bothers me so much. And then hopefully if we still have some time, you guys can ask me a few more questions about this thing because I have so many answers to give. It's it's the only thing I I watch <laughs> on YouTube. I'm I I the story is just like my guilty pleasure. So Yo, um talk, dude, I'm not even going to lie. Uh-huh. Like this challenge you just set before me is making me feel like I'm beast mode on some podcast shit. Like I could talk about literally anything, and you're making me feel like I, I might be the next that that nigga on the podcast shit because I could talk about some shit I don't give a fuck about for an hour. Shit. Listen, <laughs> listen, and like something that you're never gonna buy. Like I'm never gonna get an Amico in my life at at all. <laughs> I want to be clear. I would never buy one. All right. So listen. Um, we're gonna take a quick break, and we will be back right after this. Yo, listen, listen, the Amico is a scam, and now I kind of doubt if Steven's even Tommy's fan, oh. Tommy's always out of order, he had to plea out for moving cash across the border, oh. and he don't know how to act, the case is where he copped the phrase statement of fact, oh. it's the dumbest system ever made, if I want to play in television, I'll get ever king. Oh, YouTube watchers! The Amico won't arrive! And we are back. Now, when we left, we were discussing the Intellivision Amico being released by Tommy Tallarico. I don't think it's a coincidence that those things rhyme. 
Um, and we were discussing the fact that the system that he was describing and advertising to people to be under $200 is now going to be $250. So with that being said, um, I take it you guys wouldn't take my money. <laughs> yeah, you guys wouldn't be big fans of that, right? I got three hundred dollars to uh to, to blow on bullshit, so yeah, why not? <laughs> this is for niggas that got disposable income, bunch of white boys who been in this shit like you know just throw money at nothing, like you know waste money for fun. Uh, you know my money is precious, right? Like I can't really be awesome. Like, well, listen, well, listen, and and not to not to uh, not to disparage the quote unquote white boys that you uh, described just now, but uh, again, as I as I previously said in the show. Um, the market that Tommy was saying he was going, Tommy Tallarico, don't you dare say it, um, that Tommy Tallarico said he was going for is these families. But if you go on YouTube and you type in Intellivision Amico, you will see nothing but white guys with gray hair in their beards talking about this thing. And that's the, that's the target audience. That's the target audience. No matter no matter what Tommy Tallarico or anybody involved says, that's the target audience. That's those are the people that are talking about it. You don't. They're, I they're, how far back I gotta go before I see your rap? Oh, pro probably not that far. Probably not that far. I mean, maybe. I mean, I don't know. Listen, I, I can't call it. Um, go ahead. So, 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 um, so yeah. So he's marketing this product to the wrong audience. Um. You know, the messaging isn't clear. He says it's for families. Everybody that's excited about it is 50 plus. Uh, there are young kids and young families and moms and, you know, moms and dads that are on YouTube that produce content about gaming. I've looked. I haven't found anybody, literally anybody, that is sitting here like, you know what? Our family is so excited for this Amico. Every person that's saying something like my family is excited for the Amico is a singular white guy and again I'm not trying to make this a race thing I'm just saying this is who they are a sing I like to make white jokes because I'm half white but no uh, I get what you're saying yeah but you know so, but these people are in the uh, up in age they probably have decent jobs they make 50 60 70 up to 100,000 a year and I think that's where Tommy Tallarico the Freeco might be working to you know it might actually work in his favor if these guys with all this disposable income just start buying it's, his game system. It's, it's the, it's the it normal scam demographic. It's the normal scam demographic. It. It, it's the normal scam demographic. Because you know that none of these people are not are going to actually play it. Um, if, they're, if they're as old as you're here uh, insinuating here, Chris, then, then they're definitely not going to be playing. Yeah, they're not going to be playing it with their kids or even their grandkids because... I mean, that's five decades of uh, of separation there, you know. Right. It's <laughs> he, he, Tommy Tallarico, the uh, the Emico, <laughs> knows what he's doing. It's it's sounding like it's a scam, and he's he's got his right target demographic, the ones who who think they remember what uh, television was back in the day, but they really don't, and they they want to hook up and, and be connected to their kids, uh, but they're not going to be, but they have, like you said, that disposable money, that disposable cash, so they can give him money, and it's just going to keep on going and going and going. Right. No, I, th I, th I, think you, I think you hit the nail on the head. 
Um, can I tell you about one of the other games? <laughs> Real quick. Oh man. Oh, I haven't told you about like the ace in the hole. Like, 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 like the killer app that, you know, so one thing that's been worked into this controller, by the way, I didn't mention is, uh, they have motion controls. So there's a game called cornhole. (laughs) No, really? That's the name. I, I swear that's yeah. It's called cornhole. So. So cornhole is a game where you have like a wooden board with a hole in it and you throw a bean bag to see if you can make it in the hole. So, I mean, like, listen, we, we, listen, we sports, we sports was 15 years ago with motion controls. Right. And we sports, you could play bowling, you could play tennis, you could play Tommy Tallarico is selling you just cornhole as a, as its own game. And it's one, it's it's a wooden board with a hole in it, and you throw a bean bag to see if you can make it in the hole. Tommy Tallarico thinks that that is a full, complete gaming experience. Well, it, it, it is for certain people. <laughs> the gullible and stupid. The gullible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, and and. The more the more this goes on, it it seems more and more like a scam. Um, there's been there's been multiple delays. Uh, there's so much I want to get to, but I'm gonna I'm gonna try and start to kind of I'm gonna give this another like ten minutes, I think, or so. I, I'm I'm gonna try and wrap this up and get some of the major points that I that I think I might have left out in here. So um, <laughs> so uh, people aren't getting their refunds now, like it, like currently people are asking for refunds because down like they they were asking for pre-orders and and they'd say like okay if you pre-order we'll give you this purple one instead of the normal one and so they were trying to get pre-order money people are asking for refunds they're currently you know slow on the refund uh tip Tommy Tallarico has been replaced as CEO and he is now chief creative officer or something along those lines um Oh, oh, hey, remember how I said it was uh, $250? Yeah. Well, okay, so the system comes with two controllers, but now with the two controllers, it's going to be $350. (laughs) If you want, if you want the 200, if you want, wait, if you want the $250 bundle, you have to get one controller. Remember this system that was all about families and playing together? <laughs> now, hold on. I didn't even... There's so much stuff I left out. Did I tell you... Okay, so it comes with two controllers. Two controllers dock into the system if you look at it. I think at this point, both of you have seen what the system looks like. Two controllers dock in there. Yeah. They can play. You can play four-player games. Ask me how you play four-player games on this shit. Oh no 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 no! No, you can use your cell phone as a controller. So why would you buy their? So the the so the whole controller that they made, everything that it can do can be done by a cell phone, by by their own admission. So remember the 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 positional disc and that there's a touch screen over here. All that shit you could just use your fucking phone. So, so 
this guy is saying if you want to play like and oh 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 wait hold on one other thing is they they've also said oh everything it's so simple everything about it is simple so if you want to play some games with your kids and maybe you know mom dad the kids and grandma now you got to tell grandma and your wife uh okay hey take out your phones download the amigo app um take these little take these little suction cup buttons because it comes with suction cup buttons that you put on your phone so the phone control wait the phone controllers have buttons when the actual controller uses a touch screen I, this is why this is why I love this story so much. Every every layer of this onion that you peel back, it just reveals more nonsense. It's more rotten onion. That's what it is. That's what it is. Listen, wait, wait hold on. You guys were talking. We were talking. Uh, I don't know if we were talking on air or off air. I don't know. We've been talking for a while. But we were talking about length of podcast. I could do a four hour show about this because there is enough there to do a four hour show about this. Like if you guys are like, fuck it, let's just record all night. I think we could get like a night's worth out of Intellivision Amico content. I didn't even tell you guys about how Tommy said that people who disagreed with him in terms of the console being a good idea were gaming racists. Okay. <laughs> His quote, and, and, and this made it into my song that if I edit this correctly, Will, you've probably already heard if you're listening to this. Um, I have a quote of him. He says, they're racists. They're literally gaming racists. <laughs> he also said, he also said, um, hey, if you want to uh, buy games that have uh, violence and rape and incest, buy a Nintendo Switch. If you don't want those things, buy an Amico. <laughs> wow. Like these are real, like these are actual, not just like written quotes, mind you. The YouTube videos are out there. Man, wow. I can listen. I'm I'm gonna let you guys ask me a couple questions about the Intellivision. I'm 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 gonna let just give you guys the floor for a second and I'll see where we go with this because listen, if I kind of if I kind of keep you know steering this ship, we'll be talking all night because I, I just I don't understand this thing. I don't I don't understand it, and I love it because I don't understand it. <laughs> well, let me see. Um, can I have a moment real quick? Sure. Um, let's see. Um, I took a little bit of time, right, mm -hmm. to um, just put together a little piece um, about this whole thing. And if you just give me two minutes of oh, time, one minute and 15 seconds. Oh, like here, to, here we like go. No, you got, you got, pl you got plenty of time. We got, we got, we got, we got time on the clock. Go ahead. Right, here, we go. here we go. Tommy Tallarico, the elite musical beat bro, the deep pro with a treat for 50 somethings to meet on the street, bro. Have a seat, yo. It's Tommy Tallarico. He's a free co and a geek bro. A sleek co that's unique, yo. Tommy Tallarico, a composer who's deceitful. He'll defeat those who invested in his feet for cheap ho. Tommy 
Puerto Rico no longer CEO. <laughs> he told them to treat so discreet. So for a week or so, it will be the Tommy that you seek. Is this the Tommy that you seek, yo? The controller is a mess with almost 64 directional. <laughs> but instead, you just use your phone because that's all you need. So Tommy Tallarico is a scammer that is weak, yo. And after today, I will no longer speak, yo. <laughs> oh I hate how imp- you are so talented. Wait, people are going to think that like we, oh my God. Wait, first of all, that we- you didn't even know what we were going to talk about. Wait, hold on. An hour ago, you didn't even know if you were going to be on this show. Well, I just used all the information you gave to me and wrote a little poem. You know what I'm saying? Like, in, like in private. Oh, wait, hold on. Oh, no, 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 no. I got to take time. I got to take time. I'm sorry. In pri- Okay, so we recorded I, We recorded the episode about I had to do an update on Chingy in the New York Times. We recorded that. And this man was like, oh, I don't know. You know, I don't know if I, uh, you know, I don't know if I'm going to do this episode. Ah, yeah, we'll, we'll see. And I was like, hey, man, no pressure. And then he's like, oh, by the way, I have a completely interpretive poem that I just wrote on the off the cuff. Just a, with Using words that I said like five minutes ago. Yes. I was writing why, as you were talking. That, that's, that's, why, that's why Spooks McGee is your favorite rapper's favorite rapper. And why John Livingston is John Livingston's favorite John Livingston. You gotta bring you gotta bring it full circle. You gotta bring it full circle. Listen, listen. Do, do you guys okay? Do you guys have any other last things about the okay? I feel like because of that poem, it, I gotta give John. I gotta give John a second to say something. No, no. You know what? Yeah, no. You, no. I think I think that's a good spot. I think that's a good spot. Um, okay. So uh, even though it feels like we just did this. For everybody else, it's going to be new, but I always do the same thing. Spooks McGee, tell everybody where they can find you. And then, John, yeah, I know what you're going to say, but say it anyway, John. I don't care. I just want to hear from you at the end. That's it. Well, you already know my name is Spooks McGee. That's S-P-O-O-K-S-M-C-G-H-I-E. If you start typing it, Google will correct you. You can Google my name. You can find my podcast at bloomerpod.com. You can also see Spooks McGee on all streaming platforms for music. And Bloomer, the late Bloomer podcast, is streaming on all your major streaming platforms for podcasting. So we'll be dropping new episodes very soon. Thank you so much, Chris, for involving us in this. And thank you so much for your time. Good night, world. And John. And I'm John Livingston, pretty much everywhere. If you're not my friend already on Facebook or the social media, there probably won't be. Uh, there's a fairly good chance I'm going to be doing podcasting again. Mm. Uh, so, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so much can happen between one episode of my podcast and another one, right? Like, you know. Yeah, it's all coming together, man. I mean, when we get together in that Holiday Inn with our pork chops, I mean, <laughs> yeah. it's right there for us, man. Right. Oh, right. man. You know what I'm saying? Did I, did I, wait, did I show you guys my Chingy t-shirt? I, I got a, I got a shirt made yeah. of the meme. I got, yeah. I, I need some Chingy merch, bro. I'll wear it on my show. I'll wear it on my Listen, TV. hold on. I got, my listen. Go, I, go to, go to my Teespring store. There's already Chingy merch up there, bro. Okay. Make it ha- <laughs> Okay. <laughs> right. Hey, listen, I love you both. 
seriously, thank you for putting up with yeah. my shit. Uh, on camera, wait, on camera, I, I didn't film this. Uh, on audio, on recording and yeah. off recording. Uh, when I canceled uh, recording sessions with you guys because I had so many moving parts because, you know, conservative outlets were bothering me and I just wanted to sleep. You guys didn't let me down and you're here and it means a lot. Um, yeah, it means a lot. You guys, you guys know, again, behind the scenes how much I care about you, but I want to tell everybody out there how much I care about you both specifically. Thank you, thank you, thank you for being on the show. What happened? What what the power went out again, sons of bitches. Wait, are you wait, can you not hear me saying this right now? No, I can hear you. Oh, okay. Oh no, oh, 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 but oh, but there's oh but there's power outages by you, right? Yeah, because of the weather. Oh all of that, bro, and I appreciate the love for real, man. Because you know, everybody who say you can't show love in these streets is gonna make you weak, it's gonna make you, you know, vulnerable. But nah, man, we all can eat, we all can show love, we all can show support, man. That's what it's all about. That. That's what it's all about. So, uh, I'm gonna end it here. And uh, again, thank you guys, and thank everyone out there for listening. Uh, follow me on all social media platforms. Uh, I'm on TikTok at Things You Don't See Podcast. I'm on uh, Instagram at Things You Don't See Podcast, even though I've been neglecting my uh, Instagram, it's fine. Um, I'm on YouTube. Just search Things You Don't See Podcast. I mean, ugh, Things You Don't See Every Day with Chris Taliaferro. I pop right up. Uh, again, Facebook at Things You Don't See Podcast. The branding is pretty much similar and same everywhere. Uh, YouTube is really the only one where you just kind of have to type the name specifically in. I don't know. I'll find a better way to streamline all this stuff at some point. But... Um, Thanks for listening and take care, everybody.